Pages of Pim Better Podcast. Greetings, Voyagers. Welcome to the Voyages of Tim Vetter podcast. This is episode number 89. On today's episode, I am joined by the band Dekat. They are a musical group from Indonesia. Mostly the conversation is with Mohammed and Tahir, but their third member, Shevrina, she comes on here for a question as well. They were members of a band called Tanga. Tanga was quite popular here in Indonesia. They were signed to a major label, you can go on YouTube and you can check out some of their songs. Real like 90s R&B type of a feel. And they have, you know, millions of, of views and clicks and things like that. But they felt like they were largely controlled by the label from the music to their image, even the things that they could say in media appearances. And so they started this project, Dakot, and their new record that they just put out is called Numbers and it is entirely independent. It was crowdsourced. Uh, for the funding for the record. And you can just tell through talking with them, even reading the lyrics for the record and through their their performance, that they're really happy playing in this band now. And it really is about the music and it's about the three of them as friends. In fact, the first song that you're going to hear after this intro is a song called Friends off of the album numbers. We were lucky enough to record right before they performed here at the Cubicle Center which is here in Samangi in the south part of Jakarta. And as I understand it, Cubicle is also a platform that is starting up their YouTube portion of their content. So the show today, the audio was recorded and there were interviews with the bands in between songs. It was a really cool setup. It was free, a nice little venue and a pretty cool part of the music scene here in Indonesia. After the main conversation, you will hear a second song by Dakot, that is called Fire. If you forget either of those names, then you can just go to the show notes for this episode. I'll have both of those there, and there will also be links to their social media accounts and all that good stuff, and a place where you can go and you can purchase the music. As always, you know they have content that you can purchase, and so I will do a giveaway for a couple people. It's going to have to be um, you know, the digital format because I'm on the road, and it would be a bit hard for me to mail out stuff to you from whatever country I'm in. So if you listen to this interview and you dig it, just send me an email at thevoyagesoftimvetter at gmail.com. And within the next couple of weeks, just send me an email, say hi, say something nice, say, hey, I'm interested in it, and I'll pick a couple of people you know, randomly or, or based off of um, you know, how great your email is, and, and I'll send a couple of you the digital recording of their records. Okay. If you can support this podcast, speaking of crowdfunding, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the voyages of Tim Vetter. That's a subscription-based service where you can give monthly $1, $5, $10. And I'll throw you some kickbacks like stickers, postcards from around the world, some exclusive content. And 100% of that goes into this podcast, the production costs, uh, and keeping the stories and the information and the education coming to you. If you can't support financially, I get it. We all have to prioritize. You can still support by leaving a five-star rating and or review, preferably and, on iTunes or the podcast application of your choice. That actually goes a really long way into getting me into algorithms and things like that, so I would greatly appreciate the support. Okay, I hope you enjoy this conversation with Dakat, and I hope you dig the two songs. Here's a little story Ha <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, first of all, gentlemen, thank you for doing this. I'm really, really excited to be sitting with you here today. Thank, thank you, you so much. And thank you for the chance. Yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm kind of nervous. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how about, so you're two of the three band members right here. How about you guys introduce yourselves first so people know who I'm sitting with? Hello, I'm Tata. This is Kamga. We are from The Cut. We have a band named The Cut. The Cut, yeah. um, the Cut is an Indonesian word meaning close. Mm. Near. Yeah, near. Yeah. Why? Because um, we've been knowing each other since I think 2003. Mm. And we've been performing since 2005. So it's been like, I don't know, 13, 14 years. But this band, uh, The Cut, uh, has just only begun in 2014. So, oh. so it's our fourth, fourth year. Yeah. Um, back then, we were doing music that we didn't really uh, feel connected to. Ah. And, uh, 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 and, and it began to, to feel like we were just doing that for the money. Ah. And we reached the point wh uh, when we when we thought that was wrong and um, began to began to feel began to feel feel really bad about ourselves because because we really loved music and so we we made this band yeah. to to make us feel sane again wow i'm going to I'm going to build into that because I've got, I did some research, right? I'm, I'm a stranger to the Indonesian music scene, but I'm, I'm quickly learning. Uh, I'm going to kind of build into that. Before that, though, tell me about the space that we're at today. Um, it's a daytime show. Is that a bit unusual for Jakarta or, you know, it's working hours, school hours and stuff like that? Yeah, sh sh show in, in daytime like this, uh, especially in weekdays. Yeah, it's 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 rare, because yeah, it's it's a work hour, school hour. Mm. But yeah, sometimes they 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 do like they do like a bit of uh, a, a daytime show like this. Okay. But uh, but uh, this this show today is for the purpose of there's, there's a, a channel called Cubicle. It's for their uh, YouTube channel. Is, is that it? Yeah. Ah. YouTube and website. You, YouTube and website. Okay. They have a website uh, uh -huh. called cubiclemusic.com. Yeah. And, and, and they have um, a live music session kind of thing. But they also open that live session music for, for public if you, if you, if you like, like to see the, the performance of the, the bands, the musicians. I see. <laughs> I... I'm really interested in sort of like creative origins. Um, I love music. To me, when I was young, there were like three pivotal things. My dad had a, a crazy vinyl collection. And so he would play like the Beatles and Black Sabbath and we mm. would, my sister and I would like dance in the living room. Then somewhere around like third grade, my sister gave me a cassette tape and it had all sorts of stuff on it. And then around like the fourth grade, um, I think it was like 94, 95, Dookie by Green Day came out. And that oh, was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> for like a kid in the fourth grade, it's like, oh, they're swearing and it's fast. Like, this is crazy. And so that was sort of like my youthful introduction into music. Uh, where did a, a love and a fascination with music start for each of you guys? I was a, I was a black kid in Indonesia. Mm. So that's kind of weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, back then, when I was still in elementary school, I I felt like I I felt like I didn't belong there because nobody nobody looks like me. So uh, I began searching for something similar, mm. and then I found music. And the first I think the first CD, the first music, oh no, cassette, the first uh, um, cassette that I bought was um, Boys to Men album. Oh, okay. That, that, that was like the moment when I, when, when it felt like I know uh, what I should do with my life. Oh, so black people can sing, <laughs> so I should sing. That's, that's, uh, uh, now that, now that sounded really stupid, sounded really stupid, no, but, no. but back then, that was like, 
that was like that was like a call and then um i began listening to i began listening to r&b i i i listened a lot of boys to men brian mcknight and craig david music and then when i when i grew older and older i started to um started to listen to all kinds of music and then i just realized that my my relationship with r&b is just is just like a gateway drug mm. to to music because because now i i i really listen to all to all types of music and then uh, and uh, that's how it all started how about you what i i started to like music when i was um, 13 i guess yeah 13 before that i was just like um, i i i i really don't know what music is mm. I, i mean be, be before 13 but uh, a glimpse of don't go away from oasis uh. that was make that was uh, the song that made me Okay, what is this? Yeah. What is this melody? I like this. And uh, "Be Here Now" is is the first uh, cassette that I bought. Wow! Yeah. 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 <laughs> be, uh, "Be Here Now" from Oasis, and uh, started from there. I I began to to listen to music, especially uh, uh, rock music. Because really? yeah, yeah. For me, um, back then I. I don't consider um, music without distortion. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what I think, what I think, what music is is when when your song there's a distortion, even though it's, even though it's only a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I I really I really into like rock songs. Then then I started uh, to know Limbiskit, P.O.D., Head P.E. and saw that other rock band thing uh, and um, when started to 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 make the previous band i i took my role as uh, as the rapper of of the band mm-hmm. and i learned rap from from the hip metal hip, hip rap rock bands like POD Linkin yeah, yeah. Park and 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 Limbiskit but actually um, if if you want to learn rap and hip hop well well that, that that's not that's not really a really good place to to start don't you think i mean you should you should like you should um, um learn it from way back maybe like from Run DMC yeah, or, yeah. or 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 maybe um um Beastie Boys or whatever NWA but um i started from from the first from, from i i started to 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 learn rap and hip hop from from the first from the first thing that i really know best mm. which is through rock yeah yeah and then uh, after that okay uh, i i enjoy hip hop and rock mix it together but uh, however i should know i i must know the the roots mm. so i i i i try to to go way back okay oh this is jurassic five oh this is cool this is really great this is um i'm run dmc this is um um beastie boy well i like beastie boys a lot <laughs> um yeah so f- started from there and until now i i listen to all all types of kind of music not 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 just rock <laughs> it's funny though because if you both made me guess like what your influences may be you can hear that in both of like your musical styles i think especially um with the music put out through tanga yeah. like it sounds very um it sounds very like uh 90s r&b to me yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and it's really interesting too that you talk about representation too because you know with some of the artists i've sat down with it's like well we'd love to see indonesian representation on a global scale or i've sat down with artists in different mediums who are feminists and say we want to see women represented mm-hmm. but it's interesting to think of like yeah indonesia is such a diverse place that you can be somebody of a different language dialect 
of a different ancestry, of a different race, and be Indonesian and want to see somebody that looks like you represented within that art form. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Who were the first um, live acts or the first musicians that you guys saw live in Indonesia? Live acts. Um, I mean, uh, the, the, the Indonesian musicians one or? Oh, first concert okay. you went to okay. here. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be embarrassing? Uh, not really. Okay. But this might not. This might not be the correct answer because I have a really bad memory. Okay. But the first live show that I remember that really um, that 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 had an impact on me is um, when I was I think high school my mom um, took me to to this Jakarta hotel who have this place called CJ Mulia Mulia Hotel CJ C, um, CJ uh, um, it was like a bar ah. uh, and then I went there I I I didn't drink at that time, so um, I took my time to to really really listen to the music and 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 the band who played there uh, are all are all, are all foreigners. I didn't know where they came from, but they sounded really good. Um, they have like four um, four singers, all with different kinds of um, race. Yeah. Uh, it was like they sounded like blue. Um, no, no, no! They really sounded like blue. Were blue. they blue? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! Um, yeah, the, the, that was the the first live music that I remember. Okay, um, first concert I've attended, I think, was. Craig David live in Jakarta. Oh, really? Yeah, Craig David. I. Um, That's really good. Yeah, Craig David live in Jakarta. Uh, when when I was like really crazy about rock music, and then and then uh, I heard this one song called "Fill Me In." Uh, that I was I was really blown away. Okay, what what is this? I mean, the, the, the <clears throat> this song has no has no distortion, but I really enjoyed the beat. I really enjoyed the, 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 the rhythm and, and everything about, about that song. And I think that's the first time that, that I, I try to listen to, to other, other types of music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's cool um, when international acts come through. Like, so this week, back to back, there was Guns N' Roses and then yeah. Uh, yeah. Khaled played on Friday. And like traffic was, I mean, traffic's always crazy here, but traffic was freaking insane on those days. Yeah. There's like people selling like bootleg stuff in the streets. Uh, it's like, you know, I would assume it's a big deal just because you guys are, you know, removed from those countries. So when those acts yeah. come through, it's- Of course. Did, did you watch both of them? I didn't see either oh. of them. <laughs> I actually recorded both nights and uh, oh, okay. was trying to get around through the traffic and it was tough. <laughs> Guns and Roses were really, really, you really went, big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, a lot of people who who didn't even listen to international music knows them. Mm. Like, um, um, apa? I have a friend in 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 Bogor. Um, Bogor is my city for like forty to forty-five minutes from here his without home, the traffic. His hometown. Yeah. Ah, okay. Cool. <laughs> Bogor is my home. Bogor is my hometown, and I have a lot of friends who really, really listen to Guns and Roses and know every words but didn't even speak English. Yeah, yeah. That's really, that's really amazing if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gotta be trippy for them, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's the same like, like Korean music, yeah, K-pop. Right. Totally. Yeah, we, 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 we listen to, to, to Korean, to K-pop, but we never understand what, what, they, what they sing, what they say. Mm. But the rhythm, it's just, it's just bonkers. Crazy. Yeah. 
I'm going to stick uh, mostly to Takat because I think that's what's fair. That's who I'm talking to today. But to sort of build into that story, I want to talk about Tonga for just a moment. Okay. Uh, okay. We talked about in the beginning about getting pretty big and you know getting to a point where you felt like you were just doing it for the music. Uh, you guys are on like Sony, right? You guys are on a major, yeah. major yes. label. You really did your homework. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how you know, and if, if any of it's like skeletons in the closet that we don't want to take out, we don't have to. Uh, it's okay, but it's but okay. how much did they like dictate the sound, or or what was what were you unhappy about being on a on a major? It's not specifically. It wasn't specifically about Sony Music. It was about between the record label and the management that we were in at that time. Um, they dictated um, the music. I think they almost they almost dictated like ninety ninety percent of the music and um, shared it share the 10% of the creativity process with us mm. but they dictated everything else like how we wear really yeah your image yeah uh, the clothes that we wear the way we speak the way we talk to uh, the way we talk through social media wow. we represent the, ourselves yeah the way we represent ourselves because because they had this certain image about us that didn't really fit us but I think fit the society, fit the market, fit yeah. the market, and they know how to sell in that market. So they, so so they were, um, they were, I think, using us. Yeah. But I didn't mean it in a really negative way. But they were using us to get to that market, and for the, for the first, I think, five years. We kind of agreed with that because being famous was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it came with all of the perks. But um, when we got older, like when when I was, I think, 20, 27, I kind of feel stuck. And I try to do all the things, do all kinds of jobs that I, re that I didn't even really enjoy. Like... I was once um, um, took a job as a host of a tra uh, a traveling program. Oh, really? In 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 national television, and I don't even like nature. <laughs> <laughs> they did they tell you to do that? I'm a really I'm a city guy. Okay. I'm always <laughs> looking for Wi-Fi. So 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 he cannot, was, he, he cannot live without without. Without technology, oh, yeah. So, 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 so that was weird for me. But, yeah. but, but in that time, uh, I thought um, anything is better, except not this oh, wow. band. So, do they, do they own the music, the masters, and everything? What? Do, do they Excuse own? Me? Do they actually own the masters yeah, and yeah, the music? Yeah, if yeah, you, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um, so when 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 we um, finally. Um, when we finally decided to quit, we 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 talked to them about it um, because we didn't want to have like fight or 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 grudge about about this kind of thing. So so we told them that uh, any of the songs that we written, you can you can choose it. Uh, you can use it however you like. You can. You can make another tanga without without us. That's that's really not the problem. Uh, um, as long as we can, as long as we can get out from this. Yeah. And then they agreed, so everything went quite smoothly, and yeah. here we are. So I'm assuming then that's why you decided for the the record that just came out to go indep completely independent and completely like crowdsource it, crowdfund that record. Oh, well, uh, uh, the the first EP that that came out in 2014, okay. yeah, the first EP of the cut uh, in September 2014, um, it's uh, we 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 didn't do the 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 crowdfunding for for that EP yet. 
we still got money. Yeah, back then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we still we still got the money from from the previous band. Did you did you you didn't owe Sony a record though, right? Like it, you weren't under contract still with Sony. No, no. Okay. No, no. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, yeah, we 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 made the we made the the project uh, the 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 first EP of the cut. Um, um, got helped by two producers ah. named Uga and Marcel, and um, and um, when we made that EP, every songs filled with rage. I mean, mm. I mean, like like our rage from 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 our experience with the with the shittiness that we felt. Okay, let, let's let's do let's do this song with this lyric. Uh, um, just don't hold back. Just write everything that you want that you feel. And um, okay, how about the music? We want we we want to make it different from the previous band. Yes. Okay, what what was it like then? I don't know. Just make it different. Mm. Just just as simple, just as simple as that. And. Um, 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 in September, um, the the EP came out, and we're really proud about it. We we we, we still we we still proud about it. We're still proud uh, uh, of the EP until now. But um, it's just um, a f- a funny experience when 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 we try to to think about it back then. Yeah, it's it's, it's funny. It's, it's fun, but it's it's full of rage. And now we're. We're more, we're more like um, um, more calm <laughs> when 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 we thought about it. Yeah, I was gonna. So, in a way, I want you to describe to describe the sound. So, let's say I'm back in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And someone's like, "Oh, who did you do episodes with?" And this, 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 uh, this band called The Cut. And they're like, "Oh, like, what do they sound like?" How would you answer that? The Cut sounds like The Cut is an Indonesian band. Um, and the sounds, I think this is the perfect way to describe it. Is when it's uh, is when Macy Gray decided to make an album with Diplo. Oh dang, man! Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's our sounds. We are we are the babies of Macy Gray and Diplo. And, okay, <laughs> I think that's that's pretty spot on. Um, the I'm hoping I'm getting this correct. The, f- the first track on the record is Friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one to me sounds also like really, um, like really dreamy. Like, do, do you know like Beach House? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the, um, I don't know, to me, like <laughs> this is like such a weird thing, but um, I think I'm like most creative when I'm running. I don't know, right. like that runner's high does <laughs> something to me. And I'll listen to music and I'll like, I'll think about what I want to go write that night. Or I'll think about like drafting out a movie scene, and to me, like that song would be like a dream scene in a movie. I don't know why. <laughs> it's wow. just what, wow. I, what I was thinking about. This is the first time that that we hear this kind of kind of reception. <laughs> okay. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> we love I, I, think, it. <laughs> I think maybe comparing it to artists, your your description was was pretty accurate though. Yay. <laughs> I do have a question though about one of the tracks. Uh, John Cena. Okay. Uh-huh. Are you are you big wrestling fans or what? <laughs> Tell him the origins of the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of WWE when it was still WWF. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so okay. uh, The Rock, The Rock, um, The Rock and Hardy Boys. Yeah. Ricky Shee. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. I know. Chris Benoit. Yeah. That <laughs> was that was the best um, wrestling uh, era for us because we were young back then and and stupid. <laughs> um, we like John Cena as a person, though. Ah, okay. Yeah, I think uh, uh, um, compared to compared to other wrestlers who become a uh, Hollywood star, star, yeah, John John Cena is is our favorite. But but um, why we choose John Cena uh, as a hook in this song is. There's no reason behind it, though. It's just, it's just, um, uh, I, I, I was just rambling with, um, with, um, Chefrina, our other member, the female member. Who's, who's here, here, here by too. the way. Mike, yeah. <laughs> who's here, by the way. Um, she was playing guitar and 
I was trying to come up with um, words, words, and then uh, the first sentence that that came out was um, pass that bong, let's cause a misdemeanor, sing it is, sing it is ah, we'll smack it down, John Cena. <laughs> and then I was like, that was cool, <laughs> but uh, what are we going to talk about in this song? And she was like, I have no idea. Let's just write it. And then, and then we wrote it. And then that was it. <laughs> it and, um, the song um, tells a story about a girl who, who have a boyfriend that really believe that she's, she's the best singer ever. Oh. And she thought she believed in it also. And then she tried to uh, pursue a career, uh, uh, pursue a career in in music. And then four years pass, and she still got no money. And then she started wondering uh, if the boyfriend was right, or the boyfriend just told her things that only going to make her feel better about herself. And that was a song about. Interesting. I'm really curious. Uh, sometimes it's a little. I have to sort of navigate, like, um, you know, the, the culture that I come from versus the, the culture of the places that I'm visiting. Um, and what I see of aspects of Indonesian culture is, and, I mean, we have this in the States, too, but a lot of, like, conservative values. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that sort of runs against, like, the whole sex, drugs, and rock and roll aspect of music. Yes. Um, does lyrical content or image or anything like that ever get you guys into trouble or are people like pretty with the music? Maybe if we, if we're more famous than this, Uh. but, but we, uh, but we are in this, um, in this, um, in this, in, in this bubble where, uh, people kind of know us and kind of know the music, but not really getting there yet. So we can still speak however we want to speak and okay. and write however we want to write. But um, I'm not saying that we weren't conservative, but we're not that conservative. Um, I uh, I just hope that when we're finally getting um, bigger, I hope we can still talk about things that yeah. people don't want us to talk about because be, because that's the beauty of music it's 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 like hiding it's like it's like hiding from it's it's like hiding in sounds so um there are a lot of there are a lot, uh, there are a lot of lyrics that i wrote that i won't say it without music mm-hmm. i mean i I don't have that swagger in me. I don't have that. I don't have that confidence. But, wow. but when I wrote it in terms of musical, lyrical uh, thing, then it became ex- it it became acceptable. I see. That's interesting. Mm. Um, I saw something you wrote. It might have been on Twitter. I, I wrote this down so I don't mess it up. Uh, but in sort of describing this music project that just came out, the record. Uh, you said, the songs tell our life stories in the past two years, blood, sweat, and tears. Many of the songs talking about him in not religious way. Yeah. What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> so we have this funny... I'm really putting you to the fire here. Uh, <laughs> this this, this no is pressure. fun. This is fun. Okay. okay. So, so we have this funny relationship with God. Mm. I mean, we... I'm not saying we have three gods, no, here, but um, uh, we believe in different religions here. Yeah. I mean, the 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 band members, but um, we don't have problems with that. Um, but uh, a lot of things that happened in our life these past two years. It feels like, I mean, someone up there have been, um, have been sewing with us, 
have been toying with our life. Mm. I mean, uh, he always he he always gives what we want, but not the way we want it. So it's it's quite funny. It's like um uh, um um I'm trying to describe um uh one of the things. It's like when we pray to him about our career that we want to have a lot of gigs please god give us a lot of gigs um and then he gives us a lot of gigs but without payment ah and it's like that's a test huh can you read minds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people say that you read minds <laughs> so don't take my word word by word just 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 read my mind and 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 that yeah. was just one of the things and um and i think um in the state when we wrote uh that those songs we we feel like it's it's better if we if we speak about it lyrically you want to add something okay, okay. <laughs> you you you're, you already answer answer with it all that's awesome um So one thing, uh, one like musical project I think is so cool is the So Far Sounds. Yeah, of course. They're all over the world. A quick introduction to it for people is like, it comes into a city. If you're a music listener and you want to go see it, you sign up not knowing exactly where it'll be. Uh, you find out the night before and you show up. It's, sometimes it's in like a basement or an office or all these cool funky places. I saw you guys played one. Uh, I thought that was super exciting. Tell me about like the music scene in Jakarta. How strong is it? Uh, how often can kids get to go see music? Is it every weekend? Tell me about it. There's always a uh, there's always some music music events in Jakarta like every weekend. Mm. Cool, many cool music events that got held by by um, high school, by a by a college, and. And maybe just maybe just um, um, music festival, big. I mean, like bigger music festival. Yeah. And um, the the music industry in Jakarta is is like growing, growing re really fast and 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 pretty diverse, I think, because um, start starting from like three four years ago. Um, many of independent musicians become like the biggest, uh, the biggest musicians mm. in Indonesia. Even even they can even they can um, compete with the with the uh, uh, major label musicians. And that opened the opened the the door for for any any um, for many many independent musicians with um, with those. Uh, very very um how do you say very um hard to choose style of music mm. not 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 really not really like pop poppy music yeah it doesn't fit into a category huh yeah yeah, yeah. uh and, and from started from like three four years ago and until now uh there are many independent with with um hard to chew kind of music born even until now and 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 the people the, the the listeners they they can accept them they surprisingly they can accept them like they can accept them um, um easily hmm. and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and that's a good thing for yeah for, me. for sure yeah with that um you know there's the maybe obvious disadvantage of On a global scale, there's much more people that speak the English language than there are people who speak Indonesian. Yeah. Um, like, how much do you think of that when you're creating music? Uh, do, do you ever think like, hey, if if we want our songs to be played on like Western radio, or if we're concerned about being accepted into festivals abroad, like we'll also have to have some songs in English? Like, or how much do you think, nah, screw it, we're keeping it Indonesian? Um, that that's that's the only thing. That was the only thing that we, that that we think about before we started writing in English. Um, we 
we had an opportunity to to play to perform in Singapore back in 2000 back in 2016 and that was one of the major highlights um, in this band's career because the crowd is awesome the crowd was really 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 awesome um, and at that time we only have Indonesian songs mm. so we thought if with Indonesian songs they could connect with our music how about if we were doing it in their own language I mean in their language in a language that they can understand that would be cool right and and that's when it started that's when 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 we started to to push ourselves to to write in English and 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 it was quite it was quite a chore at first because because we don't because we don't speak English on a regular basis yeah we just we just listen to English based materials I mean music uh, movies yeah. TV shows yeah. books every day but but not talking um, and that was a chore at first but now um, I I personally don't don't see it that way I mean I uh, now I I write lyrics in English because I think uh, it's a better medium for me to for me to share what's inside my heart. I mm. mean, if if that makes sense, <laughs> uh, because um, because when I write in English, it feels like hiding. Ah. Um, but but when I write in Indonesia, it feels like. It's too explicit. Yeah, it feels like I because it feels like I really put it out there and and I don't feel comfortable with it. So um, I started writing English just just last year in 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 our first song, um, Twenty, and I fell in love with it. That's amazing, man! Like you've been uh, you've been in this like again like in the spotlight for a while now, and, and you still get a bit you know. A bit nervous about maybe how people will interpret your art, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. I think I, I think that really doesn't go away. Ah, uh-huh. I know about other <laughs> other musicians, but for me, when you feel nervous, then it then it must be because you're doing something right. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I think a a badly done cover song is like a total bummer <laughs> because if you love the original and somebody butchers it, you're like, ah, oh, God, yeah. why, why even touch that? But I really love, there's a couple people in the States, uh, Julian Baker is a songwriter who has done her own interpretation on some songs and they're just like heartbreaking. Uh, Dustin Kensru is this guy who's the frontman for a band from the States called Thrice. And he does covers of like Miley Cyrus and other pop songs. And the way he does it with an acoustic guitar just like gives it this soul that it, to me it wasn't there originally. Okay. Um, I saw you guys did uh, the outside sessions, yeah. was it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Where you did some cover songs and I think that's, that, that they were brilliant. Well, so thank you. my question is, it, there's two questions in here. Would you ever do um, a record of covers? And then regardless of what your answer is for that, both of you, what is one song that you would love to cover with your interpretation of it? Ooh. We uh, okay. the The first question we only had one cover song that we did and recorded, and that was from a a Indonesian celebrity in the nineties who who um who was really 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 big at that time. Her name was Aldarisma, and and we cover her songs uh, called Aku Tak Biasa because. Um, uh, and I want to get your answer for this also. <laughs> uh, uh, there's an interesting story behind Alderisma. So, so um, to to make you understand how big Alderisma was, she was like Indonesian Kim Kardashian in the '90s. Really? She was really, really, really yeah. big. She wow. was really big. Uh, a hot singer. <laughs> and then uh, she. And then she passed away, ah. but in a really, uh, 
mysterious way. Oh, okay. She passed away in a hotel, and people until now still didn't really know what. There's some theories, huh? What really happened, and there are some theories about it. And this song is so magical because of that, uh. because it makes your it it just spooks you. Yeah. And and then um, we 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 covered the song and try to make it. More spooky. Oh <laughs> yeah. wow! And, and that, that, that was the only uh, cover song that we um, recorded. Okay. Yeah. And the second question is, what song uh, do we want to cover? Oh. Each of you like your your personal. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have one. Ooh. <laughs> This is really hard. Um, We can come back to it if it's too tricky. Although I am really you curious. You have one song that you really, really want to cover. I mean, if I really, really like the song. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, Abba. Hi, I'm Shevrina. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Um, thank you. I sing. I I sing. I sing songs that I I did that I re- really like, like Macy Gray songs and uh, ballad songs. A pathetic. I cannot call it pathetic, but just uh, downer songs, yeah. <laughs> sadly songs. Because I just I just like it. And if I really like that song, I just don't. I just sing it. I don't do like um, different runs. Different version. Yeah. Yeah, different version. No, I just I just sing with my own song. That's it. Okay. So she, uh, I think she doesn't really like interpretations. Uh, I mean, if if um, if the song's great, then the song's great. But is there anything yeah. where you're, you know, you're driving in a car, you're hanging around the house? Like, is there any song that comes to your mind most often that you sing to yourself? Oh, I got peace by peace by peace, Kelly Clarkson, uh-huh. um, uh, dancing on my own, uh, Calum Scott version. Uh, but I love Robin too. Um, what else? Um, Macy Gray, I try. Cool, cool. <laughs> I and Adele, one and only. Ah, wow. K- kind of songs, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, the the song that um, uh, that is uh, that have been stuck in my head this past month, I think, is uh, Ariana Grande song. Really? Uh, God is a woman. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that uh, I don't have interpretations for that okay. song. I mean, uh, I'm a kind of guy who when I who when I sing uh, a dangerous woman by Ariana Grande, I sing it like uh, make me feel like a dangerous woman. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I love this song. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> Um, I really if if I have the chance to to record the song that I really really love to record it as not my song, I think it's Sabotage from the Beastie Boys. I mean, like, but but I just I just I just changed the vocals to my vocals. I, I don't want to change the beat. I don't want to change the arrangements of the music because for me the music is perfect. It's perfect. I mean, like the beat is crazy beat, the sounds, the rawness. I really, really love, love, really, really love that that's, oh, yeah. that that rhythm, that style, that that song. I mean, oof. it will be magical if if, if I. <laughs> <laughs> But I kind of get what you're saying, though. I mean, um, there are there are lots of people out there who. Who who done an interpretation of the famous songs and 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 make them even better? I mean, uh, the like on top of my mind, I Jesse J um, singing. Oh yeah, uh, Jesse J's interpretations of uh, we of um, T- Taylor Swift song called. Uh, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Itu, yeah, I yeah. Knew you, you were trouble, trouble when you walked in. That, 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 that just sends the song to I don't know, to to another level, to a really magical place. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We found love. Yeah. We found love by Rihanna, by Jessie J. You were mentioning 
like um, like moody or like emotional sad music. Like I'm a happy guy, but like I love sad music. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, yeah, even like you know like so like Bob Dylan. Uh, oh, one Bob of my Dylan. favorite songs is Boots of, of Spanish Leather, and it's it's about being overseas and longing for the people back home. And you know he's a master, but I've I've heard some people do some interpretations on it where it's like. It sounds a little more like painful and like emotional, and I don't know. I just think that's kind of brilliant. Um, I have one one cover suggestion yeah. uh, for you, if you haven't listened to it. Um, the song is Bill Withers' song called um, "I Hope You'll Be Happier with Him," ah. but you gotta listen to James Blake's version. James Blake, yeah. okay. My God, <laughs> my God! I'm gonna YouTube that right after this. <laughs> that was crazy. You guys are playing soon, so I'm gonna wrap up in a minute. But okay. we talked about sound. Uh, if somebody wants to grab the record, like, just what can they expect to hear? <laughs> Tell me about the project. Okay, um, so um, this band again is called The Cat. We are a vocal trio from Indonesia. Um, Um, we just released, we, yeah. <laughs> we just released an album, our first full-length album uh, called Numbers, um, and you can listen to it uh, on Spotify, iTunes, and whatever you're choosing. Um, the cut is spelled D-E-K-A-T. 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 The cut. Um, and when you, okay, how to describe it? Okay, well, when you like Macy Gray. And you like Major Laser also, and you um, and you trying to wrap around your head. What would it be if Macy Gray and Major Laser do a collaboration? Um, I think that is our sound. Yeah. I think. I just hope uh, Diplo and Diplo and Macy Gray. Uh, Don't do a collaboration sometime soon, so because <laughs> because it would ruin everything. Because they'll be better, of course. But yeah, that's how we um, see uh, our album. Our album. I hope you like it. Uh, and yeah, enjoy. And all the social media is Dakot or Dakot Music. Or? Okay. Yeah, all the social media. The, the, our Instagram is Music Dakot. M U S I K D E K A T all together, uh, and also the the Twitter is the same. And, um, yeah, yeah, music yeah. dekat. Yeah. yeah, just just YouTube also you, music yeah, music dekat. Uh, just 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 write D E K A T, and I hope you can you can find our stuff. And uh, if you listen to this podcast, this beautiful podcast, and um, you happen to know John Cena, please. Let him, let him <laughs> listen to our song, okay? Hey. Pass the song to him. Yeah, pass the song to him. <laughs> Help us out. Awesome. Um, I'll tell listeners that, well, first of all, you've got a little taste of the record with um, a couple of the songs that are in here. And go, if you skipped over the intro, go back to the intro. Uh, I'm on the road, so I can't mail stuff, but I'll do a, a digital giveaway for a couple people. So go back to the intro to listen to that. Um, I wanted to say thank you to Shirley, who we talked about just off recording for recommending that I check you guys out. Terima kasih Shirley. <laughs> thank you so much, Shirley. Terima kasih to to Shirley. Thank you to Chitra as well. Um, thank you to both of you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much, Tim. Yeah. Thank you so been, much for finding us, man. Oh, of course, man. It's been <laughs> really a, appreciate a, an it. honor to sit here with you guys. So uh, appreciate your time. I really appreciate it. Cool. Thank cool. you so much. This is, this has been fun. Cheers. Cheers. That's it, folks. This was episode number 89 of the Voyages of Tim Vetter podcast. I want to thank the members of Dakot. They are super awesome. I look forward to getting to hang out with them again. And maybe the next time I'm in Jakarta, we'll, we'll do a part two. Thank you to all of you, Voyagers, as always, for tuning in, for listening, for checking out my social media, and for shooting me some feedback and lovely emails on Gmail. As always, folks, thank you, and please take care of each other.
Welcome to the show, brah. Never TV talk, brah. Ready for yourself, brah. Listen to this shit, brah. Welcome to my world, brah. This not fancy shit, brah. Bum is not to me, brah. Sorry, on me, ah, brah. Feel me, nah. Dig my mind, dig my soul, dig my love, make care for ya. Dig it, I close, dig it, I grown, dig it, I be super fire. Get it, I love, get it, I hate, get it, I grass on the stranger. Get it, I feel, get it, I thrill, get it, I dream, build empire. Get it, I get it, I get it again, I keep on making you go listen. Come out, come out, come out, come in, open your mind. Should be loving, should be loving, should be jamming. Handle with the shit, we're not kidding. We're not fucking, we're not playing. Stop talking, better pay attention. Drive around like a clock, and I will never make it stop. Even I know the life shop is strong, but I won't my square clock. <laughs> never know, be balling or broken. Never fuck with it, cause the temptation making this fire going top, top. Giving up on my fire, fire. I will never grow enough without my fire, fire. 